Jesus is all I have and Jesus is all I need. And I know what you're thinking about. You're thinking about fame, money, clothes, everything that makes life beautiful, relationships. Well, I kind of need those two, but nothing comes before Jesus and nothing comes and every other thing I mean comes after him. So Jesus first. I know it's a bit of, you know, um, a cliche. Can Jesus be everything? Well, so far so good. Yes, he's been everything. And so far so good, he's been the provider. And so far so good. Well, this episode is dedicated to my salvation story. So stay tuned if you want to hear the the awful gist. Welcome back, guys. Welcome. And I know you guys missed me. I did the same too. I mean, who won't miss Atom's talk? Especially if you listen to Atom's talk. I know Atom's talk is definitely a vibe. You missed Atom's talk. I did too. I did. Yeah, I did. And yeah, welcome. And in case you don't know why I've been away for a month too, that's because I've been, you know, taking this rest. I've been in this rest. Um, um, observing the rest. Yes, that's what I would say. I've been ob- observing this rest. And I came out of it in August, but for some reasons, I, my head is still around ra- around the rest and everything. I think I've been struggling to actually really come out, you know, um, of the old rest episode. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because it was really good for me. It made me calm down. It made me go into the core of my being. Honestly, I still want more of it. Because it just gave me this um, 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 calmness. It was like... You know, it was like the best place I could ever be. My, my head, my mental space... Just awesome, awesome. And yes, in case you want to do yours too, you know, the rest month. I'm going to be releasing an episode concerning the rest month, what to do, how to go about it. And I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. So today, it's the only episode. Somebody say only. <laughs> yeah. So today, we're going to be talking about my salvation journey. How did this start? So, how did it start? Well, let me give you a backstory. I come from this very religious family. I mean, my mom attends Mountain of Fire. Amen, glory. <laughs> so, well, that's if you know what I'm talking about anyway. And um, ever since I was little, I think I've always known God, like God factor. 
called factor and um i think while growing up i struggled with a, an health condition that made it seem like that made me more conscious of the god factor because my mom literally let me know i think from as far back as three four five that it was only god that could heal me you know it was terrible that whenever i had these pain attacks and them um, in my body in my bones and um it was it was terrible but my mom would always give me the consciousness would always remind me to you know quote some scriptures she would tell me like Jesus is coming to visit your bones, Jesus is coming to visit your blood, Jesus is coming, don't worry, the blocked vessels are going to be Jesus, Jesus is doing this. And you know, then it always seemed like, oh, Jesus is coming, but <laughs> the pain is still crazy. But yeah, that's the backstory. Like I grew up in that type of family where we believed Jesus, 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 Jesus. And I think the other aspect of that was uh, we kind of spiritualized everything um is that a good thing well maybe i'll do another episode about that <laughs> right now we're just going to concentrate on my salvation story yeah so talking about my salvation story yeah so i grew up at the um i grew up with that i really loved my bible i can remember as far back as in gs1 i really really loved my reading my bible i even remember gs3 there was this scripture that caught my attention in gs3 i can literally remember those words i think it's in the book of titus or timothy i don't know one of those books where it says that um um having all forms of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away i can never forget i think i was in the classroom that day that blessed day when i was reading the bible and boom I saw that verse, I mean, every form of godliness and denying the power thereof and from such turn away. And in a very interesting way, we used to have this man who used to come to our church and he used to, um, you know, you know, he used to exhibit these uh, gifts of God, like prophecies, healing, and everything. And he used to tell us beautiful, beautiful stories of how God is using him. And I was deeply engrossed. So I asked myself, okay, in church, they tell us to do this, da, 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 da. And I do everything. So why is it that? So when I got that scripture, it was like, mm, maybe I, I like the God in this part, but I am denying the power thereof. How do I get the power activated? Honestly, I am still on the journey of finding out. Yeah, maybe one day we'll be doing, we'll be talking about it. But like I said, this is the salvation story. <laughs> so, um, you know, all that, I, I like God and everything. But one interesting thing about the old journey is that, please be, please go with me. The interesting thing about the journey is that I've not really dedicated my life to God. I've always done it out of the zeal the you know the crazy events and everything i even remember there was this time that i had a preacher say that you've not truly been saved unless you know your salvation date so i tried to mark um to to work it like okay today's my birthday and i will never forget my birthday so let me go let me walk to the altar and just give my life to christ <laughs> funny right yeah but i did it yeah no jokes i did it so uh i remember that interesting fateful day uh where i walked um april 28th i walked in, into the church did that but it still didn't feel anything different it was just like oh okay 
It was April 28th and I did it. So the what's the date again? 2012 or something. I just did it, you know. I was just doing it just because the preacher said, not because I was truly convinced. So what led me to my con- um, conviction that God was God, that the God of my mother is God. So um, let's move three years after that. I was in SS3. I was supposed to take my final exams. If you know what they call YEC nice if you don't know it's like the examination that you take after your senior school your um what they call it now your high school you know yes that's that final exam that would dictate if you'll be able to do any course you want to do in your life and in nigeria it was a bit complicated because you had to take three exams you had to take the wayek exam you have to take the jam then now you have to take the u t m e so I, I took my WIAC, it was nice, um, jump. I took my jump, I think I had it two, 214, and that was okay, but I needed to score I in my UTM, post-UTM, just for me to be able to do medicine. And this is me, I've always had in my head that I was going to do medicine all my life. Oh, what are you going to do, medicine? I even remember when the teacher said that I wasn't going to be able to, able to do medicine. Well, we'll talk about that also. Maybe some other time. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, going going from that part, meeting, um, definitely getting to the um, the UTME. Man, the cutoff mark was 50. Guys, I had 49. And that kind of happened in um, repeatedly to me. And I think that I have shared this story, like the full version of the failure story in the, um, yeah, I think I have an episode called the failure story. So if you want to hear the details of that failure, that season in my life, you might want to actually check out that episode. So yeah, I, I did fail. I did fail. Not a little, no, but, but, but I did fail. It wasn't a little actually. I did fail. And I, I failed for almost every university, I, I took the exams. I've, not almost, everything, actually. And that, was, that went up for two years. So I was this bitter child. Uh, yeah, and my mom sent me to an A-level center where they were not allowed to use phone. And that is a completely crazy, crazy idea. Crazy, crazy, um, um, what do you call it? Um, um, experience for me also. And that experience actually taught me that there are some places that God doesn't want us to be. And when we are there, when we try to put ourselves in those places where we when we manually work things out for ourselves, we have things more harder, more tougher. What my mom wanted to do was to make help me to run away from the failure of of, of failing my UTME and all these things and get me doing something. But I think God really wanted me in that that space, that failure space. He wanted me to sink into it. He wanted me to think about it. And I didn't have that choice. So where I was, I was with people who also inflicted me. And I think coming out from that experience, one thing I did for myself was just to try to forget the story. Because no matter how much I tell the story to people of how I felt, how deep... I was broken. I deeply, I was broken. Nobody seemed to understand, um, to understand me. Even my mom would actually make a joke of it. She would think that she always thought that it was just about the phone, anyway. But that's okay. That's cool. And maybe we might shed some lights as God helps us, you know. So going on, 
um, I I was in my second year now um, of being out of secondary school, and I was still this. I was still immersed in this failure because even the A-levels didn't work for me. So I was still deep in this failure. And I remember I started growing weary. I started growing weary. All of a sudden, I started eating church. I started eating um, everything that had to do with prayers, everything that had to eat with doing singing. Yeah, and there's this other side of my life where I had to go to my mom's French church. She was like a mentor to me. And... Um, she she generally was like someone I looked up to spiritually, and um, you know, so everything came, came crashing down from her side when she was kind of hostile to me. Like, yeah, please, what I was, what did I do? What exactly did I do? <laughs> I had a boyfriend. Well, that's a story for another day. But let's go on. Let's keep going. So. Move on to from that. She was hostile to me. She was, you know, my, my world just started crumbling from that side. Like, I didn't expect someone who was um, a mentor, a guardian to be like that to me. Especially someone that was preaching Christ to me. Someone that I saw as a a shield spiritually or like, you know, a mentor. General, that's the word, a mentor, generally speaking, to, to be like that to me. So... It's 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 crushed my world. So I eated um, the prayers, the 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 drinking of well, the the fasting, the going to church, and mind you, I was in the choir department. Please, I can't sing, but I really just enjoy singing. So, man, just I you know in church they will always let you come anyway. So it was just that for me. And but I, I started dreading it. I started dreading it. Like I started eating it. But I see how to go because a lot of things were on my shoulders then. And um a lot of people really like me around but in the church. In the church. So from that experience um I was feeling bad, bad, bad. And I remember my mom one day telling me to go to church and I told her I don't know why we serve your God, honestly, because your God can't heal me. Your God cannot even give me admission, even after praying to him for some admissions, to university, to a university anyway. You know, after doing that, I, I just gave her some list of what our God didn't seem to be doing then. It didn't even seem like it was listening. I remember... Um, this particular episode of my life where I'd gone to this woman who was my mentor and um, after the old service I waited behind to see her and I remember her telling me to settle for a course I think the course was botany uh, and telling me that uh, maybe I will not not be able to get and she said to me that maybe I will never be able to get a medicine course and you know when she said that it was like someone poured hot water. I don't want to use cold. Cold is like you calm down. Hot water. Okay. Cold. 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 Let's go for cold. It was like someone poured something very cold on me and I was like, after what the prayers you should have just told me. You know, the thoughts in my mind were like, you should have just told me that you're God, that you are serving, that you are making me pray to cannot give me simple admission. <laughs> and you're making me pray all, all this while. You were making me fast all this while to your God. And here you are telling me that your God can't do it. <laughs> you know, 
it 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 just really broke me it broke everything i had my mom had communicated to me about god because the things my mom had truly communicated to me about god was that my god can't fail my god will do it my god you know my god is um dependable and at that point it was just like everything my mom had talked about everything um i had learned in church was just being broken like into shreds and everything and i was just that little teenager who wanted a hog someone to tell them that no god is going to do it no 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 that's not how it works it works with appointed time and um I I was really broken. I was broken to pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're going through a rough part right now honestly. I don't know if you know you just feel that that was not how you planned your life to be. You wanted your life to go smoothly, but it looks like it's impossible and all your idea about God is just fading away from you slowly. Honestly, you don't know what you're doing for yourself if you keep holding on to the faith. I I think out of this experience I just got to realize that honestly many times it's not about our timing it's always about God's timing and when is God's time God will do it it's for an appointed time yeah sure he will do it it's a reassurance we have to just get ourselves in that in that moment where we we assure ourselves that God can do it I don't know if I can pour out my heart to someone right now. I just want to tell you that you should keep believing because God has a lot in store for you and the phase where you are in right now that seems so hard, so difficult, that seems like the full stop in your life is actually not a full stop. It's a comma. It's more like and there was a delay, comma. Just wait for what God is writing after that comma. Honestly, it's like amazing, beautiful, extraordinary. I think one of the issues is that um we do not trust the man enough. We do not trust our God enough because he's not even a man. He's a God. He is God. Yes, he is not a God. He is God. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, yeah, so just keep holding on to your faith. Keep believing. So, going on, I remember living my spiritual mom and walking all the way back from our church to my house and i was in tears and i remember before entering inside the house i had to wipe out my tears like nothing has happened had happened to me like i wasn't crying because of my mom so i wiped up my my tears and i came inside the house on my bed well i was already that girl whose bible was on that bed anyway so I wasn't really I didn't really care much and everything but I will never forget that I think the second day we had to go for power mush um what do you call it manna water that's what they call it in mountain of fire miracles ministry and as they were talking in um as our Jew was talking water manna in my heart it just I just felt like if I am going to honestly get read of the anxiety the worry the the fear the everything i was going through the disappointment i was going through i can't go through i can't i can't do away with it without god without this god that my mom is preaching to me without this god that seems like they are saying he can't give me the admission he can't you know provide what i want from me you know yeah so i literally remember getting into my room 
wasted it was in the middle of the night i remember i was wasted oh god i was gone <laughs> as this, i i i think i was um how old was i then 15 16 as a 16 years old then i was done i was done so what did i do basically i just um i just um turned my i think i laid back yeah on my bed i laid back on my bed and i remember just saying to god in tears in tears much tears and i was like i don't i don't i don't i don't know if you're up there but if you are up there and you it is true that you are god i really i really want an admission i really want to go somewhere and in that place i i really i really just want you to make a way for me it, everything seems like i don't have anywhere to go right now right i just want you to make a way for me yeah and prior to that time i had um studied the bible um one particular time before i got to this um this gross darkness um the darkness was still much then but it was not that much and i had read in a scripture that says that um at the appointed time i the lord will make it happen but during all this process i i, I, I trust me i didn't remember that word the word of god i didn't remember any of it so i just spoke to god that night wept a little bit more than slept off then i think the day um for a week everything was quiet normal thing um go watch um some korean drama you know make everybody believe that you are happy and you're not sad make everybody believe that you're not worried because please in my house they believe that i was the most i, I didn't care about anything you know <laughs> my mom was worried that hey this girl she doesn't even care about her own life but deep down i did of course it's my life so uh then i think then okay yeah 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 that was it so um i think a week after or two weeks after i remember that an alert came on my phone and it was the alert to lasso pre-degree um what they call it um admission a pre-degree and i remember sitting up that night in tears again and asking god that for you i am going to go for a pre-degree after everything Woo. like you don't mean it that i'm going to go for pre-degree pre-degree after everything you know it's to me it looked like i was lacking behind for my mates like it looked like my men had gone 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 they had even started working in my head and you know it just brought out the insecurity in me the low self-esteem in me and um it amplified it so i was always trying to hide myself and everything and the truth was that nobody around me really saw my struggle nobody really came for to hug me encourage me or encourage me like that i think it was the only one person who, who, who just used to give me words of encouragement then my elder sister just used to tell me that it was going to be okay even though she didn't know i was deeply worried she was just you know always saying her own so um that night when i got that admission i remember sitting down on my bed and crying crying and i told god god so this is what you have me do this is what you are going to present to me even after and uh, 
the next day was power must change this time and all through power must change i was in tears <laughs> It was funny because anytime they say that stand up and pray, I will stand up and cry, 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 cry. And when they say in Jesus' name we pray, I say amen. Sit down. <laughs> so literally, I, I I remember getting to my room after power must changes and everything. And um I was on my bed and I said said to God, I'm this person that really feels like people don't really like me everywhere I go. Like no, like I used to feel like they just used to have this um um, you know, when you have reservations concerning someone, people still do, but please, who cares? Not everybody right now. I think a lot of people like me now. So I remember staying on my bed that day, and I said to God, mm, last super degree, I will go. Well, my mom was already packing my bags anyway. I can't say no. So, but if you know you are God, do me two favors. <laughs> Let everybody I meet really like me. Let people like me. Let people like me. Two, uh, just help me to get everything together. And um, that was it. That was it. My people, that was it. That was when I knew that God is God. That was when, you know, I let everything go. Getting to Lasso um, pre-degree. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. The love was too much. I'm telling you, that's the place where I made the best set of friends. Uh, I'm still, Of course, I'm still making friends, great friends. But I'm saying um, I made a lot of friends in that place that, than I have ever done. Yeah. Honestly, and those friends are still in my life. That's the good thing about it. It's just like that place was peaceful for me. There was, you know, on every side there was peace. There was... Oh, I don't even know how to how to go about it. And I remember there was this particular day I was on my bed and I was thinking of everything. And he came to me and said that, didn't you tell me that if I do this, that I'll be your God? You know, it just came to me like, in you know, uh, my thoughts. And I was like, mm, that's true. And I just decided to tell God, God, you're my God. You are good. You are the true God. And honestly, since that day, since that time till now, I've not looked back. I've not looked back. Yes, it doesn't it doesn't mean that is it's um it's a journey that um I don't get frustrated anymore, or I don't need something anymore, or I don't get to wait on some uh, wait for him to do some things for me anymore. I still get to actually wait. I still do that. But that was my salvation experience. That was what actually led me to being there, to be so grounded in the world, to to actually um, take this life as my life, not as a life my mom introduced to me, not as um, not as a life my mom is living and I just have to live or pretend to live, but as my own life. Like God is my God. Yeah, that was what led to it. Yes, that was what led to it basically. So this is my salvation story, my salvation story. So what are the things we learned from my salvation story? If there was anything I learned in my salvation story, number one, it's that God can do anything to get your attention. God can make you feel, God can make you do, can make anything happen to you just to get your attention. And God is always seeking our attention. So I realized that that was not even the first time that he has sought my attention, but that was the time it got my attention i remember that um when i was in ss2 i was sick for about 16 weeks and i feel like 
God was taking my attention in those weeks too. And 16 weeks is about how many months? About three months? Three, four months? Let me see. Four, four, eight. That's like four months. Yeah. I think I was that sick about, yeah, it should be about, okay, maybe, maybe I have exaggerated. So let's make it like 12 months. I think maybe three, uh, 12 weeks, I mean, maybe three months. Yes. And I think like throughout that process, God, God was also seeking me, but because of my pain and, you know, the extras that were added to it, I don't think that I really got to yield. So during that space where I was dealing with failure for like three, four years, I, in inside that failure i got the best gifts and that that's christ i feel like many times in our lowest point we actually get the best gifts out of our lowest point it's just that we don't sit back to analyze our lowest points we don't sit back to analyze what were our gains at our lowest point yeah it just it just really does happen to us because when we're at our lowest point that's when we are gaining momentum for things to happen so in case you want to ask are you studying medicine and surgery now yes and i'm even really tired of it honestly honestly in fact sometimes i ask myself like maybe i should have taken those courses that they were offering me <laughs> before you know when i was making my life, i just wanted this course but that's not the point of everything I went through. The point of it was God became real to me. God became my God, not my mom's God, not something that they prayed to in my family and I had to do. It's just, it became personal. Oh my God, personal. So yeah, my God is personal and this is my salvation story. So I feel the Holy Spirit, I'm sorry. Somebody's in for a miracle that you've been waiting for for a long time. Uh, and the song just said this I have a message from the Lord. Hallelujah. A message, oh my friend, for you. It's recorded in His Word. Hallelujah. Jesus said it. Masha. And I know it's true. What did he say? Look at me, my brother, live. Look to Jesus now and live. For it's recorded in his word. Hallelujah. And it's only that you look and live. Look and live. My brother, live. Look to Jesus now and live. Ah. I'm telling you, I feel healing in this room. It's recorded in His Word. Hallelujah! It's recorded in His Word. Sing the Hallelujah! Satan is defeated. It's recorded in His Word. Hallelujah! And it's only that you.
don't know if you took anything out of this episode, but if you did not take anything, this is one thing I would like you to take away. That God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, whatever you ask or think, according to this power that works in you. Yeah, God is able to do. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the short line. God is able to do. Yes. So I want to say thank you to everyone that actually listening to this episode. Yay. Thank you so much for, for the love, encouragement, the, the, the messages. Oh, my God. It's so heartwarming. I mean, it's so beautiful. I don't know. Sometimes when I get the messages, I just go get all the shivers around me. I feel so loved, honestly. And shout out to everyone on Atom's mail um, list. Honestly, you guys are amazing. And for you to join our mail list, it's very simple. You just have to, you know, subscribe using the link on either of my platforms um on facebook we have in Ojo or on instagram you can go f- with atoms underscore world zero one yes atoms underscore world zero one yes you're going to see me and in my link um on instagram i think there is a place where you can subscribe to the atom stock um what they call it newsletter yeah and trust me it's amazing over there is mind-blowing we just finished a series recently on on what makes a disadvantaged person advantage and trust me i've been receiving so many so many mails after after the series and you know people some people just even just message me and say wow i don't know what they are wowing about but honestly that place is a nice place to be we thank god for what he's going doing through us dream for us and you know in us and everything well yeah atoms is a good way to be and i have talked too much but let me keep going anyway um i want to just say thank you like honestly thank you to everyone who has been holding up atom stock thank you so much and on this note i would like to close this current episode by saying bye <laughs>